name is Beth Guide, and this is our internet marketing clinic. We are now officially with the Houston West Chamber of Commerce on like year 10. We've been doing this, so we've been kind of right. It's been a long ride with the, with the chamber. Um, we're still staying virtual for right now. It actually seems to be working for everybody because they're doing on-demand. So between on-demand and in-class, um, we're, we're kind of have people coming in and it's all good. Um, so I decided today's the first day of, you know, one of the first classes we've got in the start of 2023. And I wanted to kind of start addressing, there's a lot to address. Okay. So, um, I'm going to tell you out of the box, uh, right out of this, one of the things that we're going to spend a lot of time talking about this year is freaking chat GPT and Google's chat bard. Um, you can tell by the sound of my voice that I'm completely uh, happy about this um, and that I think this is the best thing that's ever going to happen to us. Not really. Um, so we're, uh, we are going to need to talk and, and handle this this year um, because uh, the issue for me is that I need you guys to be prepared that a lot of things are going to be heading through the chat realm and when they're in the search engines are actually going to start utilizing that technology to make this all work. So I think as I've always tried to keep us ahead and I, I think we need to stay ahead because what it's going to be is Bing, I don't know, as of yesterday, Bing actually has it in their search engine. When you go there, you can actually conversate with Bing if you wanted. And it, you know, it'll kind of chats back and forth with you based on, hey, I need to, I need to know how to plan a dinner party for six. And it'll start chatting back and forth. When you get to more um, like a manufacturing you know, what kind of polymer would I need to use if I was going to go build a rocket? That's a little bit more um, obscure. So, but the people that are on the front line of the world, I think, are going to have a much different world uh, coming very quickly because it's already here. So I, I, I am going to spend, you know, last year I was telling you about your web hosting company and how speed was an issue. And I, I'm going to still say speed is an issue um, and that these things are a problem. But subsequently, this one is a game changer. And I, and I think that some of the things that fundamentals that we've learned before, um, you know, I think are, are something. I think um, they're all going to kind of start to go by the wayside and we're going to have to figure out how we're going to interact. Now, with all of that said, as I've said to you repeatedly for years now, be an expert. And when you're an expert, that good things start to come and happen for you. So I, I want you to understand that this is not, you know, um, on fire. But if we don't plan accordingly and we don't understand what's going on. So let, let's, I'm going to talk out of two sides of my face for a second here is a lot of SEO companies have gone the route of using AI, artificial intelligence to create um, their um, content for their website. Google's penalizing for that content but they're also going to come back and scrape that content and use that content to actually 
build this AI sequence. So as much as they're saying, don't do it, and they want authentic authenticity out of me, they're going to take my ideas, throw them in a chat program and redistribute them that way. So it's an interesting double-edged sword. And, you know, I, I always say I can be mad about Google or I can understand I live in, we live in Google's world and that's just it. I mean, that, that really comes to the bottom line. Um, I think that there's strategies we can use, but if we're going to start to get back to a point in time that, that websites and uh, search results and all of that become somewhat useless, um, I, I think that we're going to, it's going to get going to become a disservice. And what, one thing that I have learned in all the years that I've done this, and I've heard this phrase multiple times, you know, SEO is dead. Digital marketing's dead. You have to do this. You have to do that. We've ha heard it so many times through the years. I'm not going to say it's dead. I'm just going to say we have to adapt. And, you know, my job, one of my jobs and my job through this class has been always not just to teach you how to do it, but also how do I adapt? And, and that's the kind of stuff that I want, I want to make sure that we kind of address today. So um, that's, that's a piece of that, that we're going to talk about too. So uh, with all of that said, so I, I just want you to understand that there's a big global picture going on in my head, and this is going to, this is going to develop as we go. I think that we are experiencing a period of time that SEO is going to go faster than we've ever experienced it before. I think the fundamentals are still there. The fundamentals are still right. Um, we're, we're at a point where um, it's going to come fast though. So Byron asked the question, says, does AI search make good content on a site more relevant? Yes, this is where this is going to go. So, you know, if you ever heard me speak prior to today, okay, um, you might have heard me say from time to time that, hey, you don't have to be a great writer. Uh, go find something and, you know, make it your own. And I've kind of been now, and, and I think every entrepreneur and every business owner should have this anyway. You went into business for yourself because you saw that you could do something better than somebody else which is why you started a business. That's how come you're going to, that's how you're going to have to look at the content. What makes you different? What makes you a differentiator in your space? What do you give somebody that somebody else doesn't, you know, and I have for the better part of since 2007. Now I've, I've been teaching these SEO classes throughout the city of Houston. These classes are now, I've got people coming to the website specifically for this class. We have built a brand, on, not just through the work that we do on the sites, but through the educational arm of this business. And Google knows that. So they know people are coming, people are listening. They know that we get so many people a day that listen to the podcast, which I'm actually running behind. I've got like four or five that need to be uploaded. So just as soon as I get a minute, you guys are going to get blown out of the water with about 16 hours worth of content because I think that's how much I have sitting in the queue. Um, but as I add these up and people are coming, what Google's saying is you're, you're somebody that we can trust. All right. And 
that has to be the bar now. It's not really optional. There's not a way to phone it in. Um, the AI, the AI is not going to be able to provide the best answer. It may provide the quickest answer, but it's also out there scraping and pulling from multiple different locations, but it can't outthink a human, at least not today. All right. So when I'm saying what I'm saying to you, yes, the AI search makes good content, even all that much more important. So some people are like putting their head in the oven thinking, oh my God, the end of the world has come. Or did the bar just get raised? And I think the bar just got raised. Now, some people are like, well, those chats are not going to say go to this website and go check this out or go to that website and check that out. I think that remains to be seen because Google tries to be predictive of human behavior. And most times they fall flat on that. And let me let me say what show what I mean on that. Okay. So when the internet first started, which is always my favorite phrase, I think these days, people would go and say, oh, great, I can go put in the word shoes and find shoes. And when you did that, as the internet started to evolve, it was not, you wouldn't find just shoes. So then it became, you know what, I know what kind of shoes I want to buy. So I am going to put those shoes in. And, you know, this is that conversation that I just had with Sarah on the front side a little bit, which is I tried this six ways from Sunday to try to figure out what the heck, how the heck to find this woman in the city of Houston with very limited knowledge. Okay. But I kept refining my searches to try to meet what I thought she did to be able to find her. So we adapt to the data that we're given. So as these AI ch chatbots show up, I think humans are gonna redefine how those questions are answered because if they're not answered, you know, if I just wanna know, if I just wanna know how many Grammys Beyonce's won, or I guess today we woke up and Le LeBron James passed uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's basketball records, that's an easy Google search. But if I want it to actually think for me, I'm going to have to use it in a different way. And if it's not thinking in a way that's giving me relevant content, I'm still going to have to go out on my own. And then what's going to happen is once I get the re relevant content, is it going to start to put me in a, in a different situation where um, I'm looking that I'm going to have to make decisions? And if I can't make those decisions, then what do I do? You know, so I'm going to then have to go start doing research. So I may take what the AI person says, refine my search, and then go start looking around for something that can meet that. So all of this is in flux at the moment because it hasn't been put in front of people in a real, a real way yet. That's probably the best way to say it. Um, it's, yeah, it's probably the best way to address that. So, uh, you know, I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to let two people in this room. If there's any trouble, I have to undo this, but I'm just going to do it and we're going to see because uh, we have that every once in a while. Okay. So with all of this said, um, I, I think that, that we are going to have to come up with um, educational information. We're going to have to come up with 
information that is um, that is better, that it's going to have to be foundational. It cannot be an advertisement for our business. It just needs to show why we are better or provide information that shows why we're better. And that's just a very fundamental without a whole lot of user interaction experience happening yet, that's kind of where we're starting from. So I mean, what I want everybody to wrap their heads around is it, it's, it's not coming, it's here. And then what are we going to do and how are we going to have to cope with this? Um, how are we going to interact with this? And, and, you know, let me, let me do this here a minute. Let me see here if I can do this. Uh, do I have a, no, I don't. Hold on a second. I was say, do I have a browser? But I don't. So hold on. Let me open this. And let's come back over here. And let's share the screen. So if I go to Bing right now, what you're going to see is Bing. Bing already has it, and Google says it's coming. So you say say it can ask you anything. It says introducing the new Bing, ask real questions, get complete answers, learn more. So now here's the thing. I can do anything. I'm planning a trip for our anniversary. What are some of the places I can go? So let's let's see what happens there. All right. And then see, it's, it gives me all of this. You see on this right-hand side here, it's over here spitting out. Congratulations. There's many places you can go. See more. Okay. And it keeps coming on and going on and on and on about what it can do and what it can't do. All right. And, and it's not giving me some place to look. Okay except that I can go to connectionflight.com and there's five more places that I might pick that may help me do that. So the only place I may find some help is down here at the bottom. And that may be where we're going to have to optimize for, right? And then beyond that, if you look up here, it tells you where it's getting those, it's citing where it's grabbing that information from. So if I wanted to go to, and if you notice, these have the trademarks and the hallmarks of the things that I've been telling you. What is the best? Is it the most important? How do I do this? Those question and answers that I keep harping at everybody to, this is the way you need to do it. Because what it did is it took my question and it's now providing me an answer with citations, almost like Wikipedia. But that's the only place you're, that's the only way you're going to appear is in these learn more sections. All right. Or I can say it's thankful, it's helpful, or I can say, you know what, what are some of the other places I can go? And when I do that, now it starts to give me even more. And now it's put Bing in chat mode. Google's going to do the same thing. So this is, this is where we have to be smarter and we have to start planning our strategy on how we're going we're gonna to attack this. All right. So I hope everybody's kind of understanding where we're at on this. So um, I, it, to me, this is a very far-reaching and um, large project that we're going to have to learn how to understand over time. And um, this is not something that I'm walking in today and I have all the answers and I know everything. The great good news is I have a lot of experience. So I will start to formulate how we're going to deal with this and then we're going to deal with it. 
So um, that's that's the starting spot of what I want to start with today on what we need to do. Um, the next thing I want to talk about, which this is not um, necessarily, um, it's not tied to the previous topic, but the next thing I want to talk about is I want everybody to know who owns your accounts. And the reason I say that is because um, this is this is that time of the year that it would be a good time to start to understand um, who owns something, when it renews. So what I mean by that is your domain name, you need to know, make sure you own it and have an active valid email address on it. You need to make sure that you know when that domain renews. And you need to make sure you know when your hosting account renews. Although that bad things, if your hosting account expires, maybe bad things don't happen if you catch it fast enough. But if your domain expires and it stays expired for too long, theoretically, it could end up in India or China or some foreign land that you won't see it for a couple of years. So like a lot of us have a lot of money invested in our company name and our branding, everything from you see, I have a shirt behind a sign on my head. I've got a shirt on my body. You know, I, I've got I've got a sign on the door. We have a, a short of a fortune on the branding for this for our stuff. So we never want to lose our domain name. So my, my first thing to you guys is make sure you know when it renews. And I would try to keep a five to 10 year buffer on it all the time. The more years your domain is renewed for, the more favorable it appears from a search engine side of it, um, because it doesn't look like a fly by night business. And, you know, there's no um, Google says you must renew it for this. There's a lot of empirical evidence that seems to imply that if you keep it renewed uh, for more than one year at a time, they look at it more favorably. So I, I try to keep my rule of thumb at least five to 10 years. I also put a reminder in my phone. And what I did is I did it on the fives and the zeros. So I did it, you know, every 2025, the next would be. So I looked at it at 2015. 2020, 2025, 2030, you know, and so on up the pike. Make sure you review this on a re regular basis that you know what that is. Um, because we spend a lot of time figuring out how we're going to do things and how we're going to market things and how we're going to push our business forward. And the problem is, is that if you lose your web address, all of that is going to go away. So I don't ever want to put us in a, in a spot that we're going to not have our tools that we need to be able to, to work and to, to do stuff just simply because somebody came in and sideswiped our domain out from underneath us and we didn't even know it was a possibility. So um, I know that sounds like a crazy little piece of housekeeping, but that's one of the marketing tips that I'm going to give you is you need to know all about your domain name, your social media properties, website, <clears throat> mostly the ownership of them. Um, I have a church right now that doesn't know who owns their Facebook account. They're about to lose 2,500 visitors just simply because, or, you know, people signed up to it simply because um, they, um, they didn't, they don't have a good person as the contact. Uh, a good rule of thumb that I will say that I want to just share with you is I always create a mailbox that's only for marketing accounts. 
So the marketing account is what owns them all, especially if you have employees. That way they're not coming, you know, coming in uh, and then they leave and then the accounts are tied to them. So I, I just want to make sure that we've kind of got some basis and some um, feeling as to where we should go and what we should do on that. So uh, just kind of put that in your thought process. A comprehensive list, again, uh, social media properties. So Facebook, LinkedIn, uh, Twitter, Pinterest, Instagram, those are the biggies. If you have a podcasting situation and you're on po podcast platforms, make sure you know who owns them. Um, just make sure you check on everything you possibly can to get that running. Um, and make sure that you have all of that, uh, and that you have proper ownership on it. So I'm going to say that's a, that's a really big deal. The next thing to do, I think to get started in the right direction for this year is we need to start paying some attention to the Google, my business on our, I'm going to run a class on Google, my business, um, probably in the next month, month and a half. Um, but I, I think everybody owes it to themselves to review it. Uh, one thing, and we're going to talk about this. I'll talk about it more in depth, but uh, let me see where the heck Chrome went. I keep closing it. Hold on. Let's go here and let's share the screen again. Okay, so we have that. So uh, one of the things that I want everybody to kind of pay attention to, and let me just do it this way for Nicole Webb. Um, Google went through and they made business categories for things. Am I not logged in? I'm not signed in, so I don't see my stuff here. I want to I want to get to where you can actually see my stuff. I want to show you something. this way. Yeah, this one will work. So here, let me stop sharing this one, and we'll start sharing this one. Okay, so. And I'm not, I don't want to really turn this into a Google My Business class, but I, I want you to, to look at this here. Okay, so they have an edit products and an edit services situation um, that we all need to be aware of. And I hit the wrong one. I think it's services is where it's. So what they did is, okay, here it is. They changed around the way Google my, Google my Business works. And honestly, I don't like it. But again, Google's world, we just live in it. So if you go there, they have all these services and they have these service categories. So we set our primary as internet marketing and we have uh, SEO services. And then underneath that, we can set um, products for that. Um, but it's the categories themselves that are important and why I want you to make, I want to make sure that you have a complete list of product categories 
that you have represented. And you see how long my list is? Google actually went and added all of these. I originally just had it as web design, web hosting, and you know SEO. And they went and added all these other secondary. And I just accepted them. And so far, it's worked out great. Um, but you need to make sure that you have the categories set up right because inside Google search engine, and somewhere there's a list of this and I don't, I have to see if I can find the link at some point to it because there is a list. They have a designation of your business, your industrial, your manufacturing, your polymers, your plastic, and, and it just kind of walks down through this tree. Um, I went and did one for a corporate housing site yesterday or the day before. And what I noticed is one of the websites, the, the categories that Google had on a drill down were like um, um, housing forward slash residential forward slash uh, some, something else. And, and maybe it was residential housing. And the one site that was not doing as well had a register, didn't have the second residential housing uh, designation, whereas all the other sites had it. So I have this one site that's actually not in the right category. So that category and not having the right categories present and sending the right signals to Google can have a devastating effect. And where they're pulling this off of is your what you're classifying yourself as uh, at Google, um, Google My Business, Google Business Profiles. Uh, I'm going to also go as far as to say, like, if you're a lawyer, right? So you're going to want to make sure that you say, I'm a lawyer. And then you're going to want to say, I'm a divorce lawyer. I'm a family lawyer. Um, and break down the five to seven different parts of law that you do, rather than just say, I'm a lawyer. Because they're expecting you to have the disciplines broke out a little bit. Now, what I will tell you is that the word lawyer and the word attorney are not used interchangeably in Google. They actually almost don't have a designation for, for lawyer. But so every, they want everybody to use the word attorney. Okay. I think we have to use it in the real world because it's a real world term. But from Google's standpoint, their categories are broken down by attorney. So just understand that's a that's a thing too. Um, I don't think I have any lawyers in the room, so it probably doesn't matter. But I, I think what I want you to do is make sure that you review those categories, product offerings, and make sure that your profile came out okay because of this new crazy format that they want everybody to use because the old platform that we used to tell everybody to go do is not there anymore. You have to you have to go through this mechanism now to to be able to utilize this here and so on and so forth. So this is why it's important to actually make sure you take the time. The other thing they did is they added more and more of these type things on it uh, of designations that you have um, that I, I had to go in and say I'm a woman owned business that we have accessibility for wheelchairs and you know so they keep adding these designations to it so I just keep going and every time they do I'm like we offer this we don't offer this we do this we don't do this they've taken away it looks like to me 
the COVID language finally. So it's not, you know, do you do a temperature check? That was here for a while. Um, there's a lot of COVID language all over this. So, um, and like this, okay. So they, this, the service areas, they, they reordered this on me. I'm going to have to see if I can change it because they reordered it because we're on the Katy freeway and they don't understand Houston. I'm in Houston. I'm inside the beltway. Um, but what they, what they came back and said is that they, they say, because I have Katie listed first, they're putting me towards Katie more than they are Houston. So I'm going to have to go in and look at that because the word Katie freeways on every page on the website. So these are the things that it's time to kind of go back and see what the manifestation of things are, how they came out, what it looks like, what we're doing and how we're pushing something forward within that Google, my business structure, because if you get this right and you get in a good map spot, um, you're, you're actually, it's going to help drive your business. So trying to get in a map, especially when you have a localized search is a big deal. You know, when I, I get a lot of calls from just this area around my office because people put in and Google search for us and, um, or they search web design or SEO and I get calls from the office buildings that are across the street. So um, there is a definite uh, benefit to having a localized search um, and making sure that that works right. And I, and I really would encourage everybody to take the time and go spend the time on Google My Business and go through, A, make sure you have the right... Uh, permissions on that account and that you know who owns it and that you it belongs to you um but also on the same token um make sure that you uh have everything up to date so you're feeding into google right especially with all these changes coming last thing you need is a misunderstanding with them um as to what you know what this what this all means and what it all looks like. So um, I think that's a that's a that's a that's something that we've all got to look at. So um, just make sure that we're we're good on that. Okay. So um, I think that's anybody have any questions so far? We're kind of kind of trucking along here on stuff. Okay. All right. The next thing I want you to do is make sure that your website actually works and that you've updated it and it's all patched and up to date. So if you don't know how to do that, you should at least go look in the back end and call your web hosting company and they'll probably help you. Uh, if they don't, you probably need a different web hosting company. But, um, you know, you can put your account on a, on a on an autopilot. Sometimes putting it on autopilot's a bad thing because it'll break something and then you don't know it and your site's down for a few weeks before it gets fixed. So I don't know that I'm jumping up and down to say to put the site on autopilot, but you need to make sure that whatever software you're using stays patched and up to date. Now, somebody like a Wix, Weebly, Squarespace, those kind of people, you don't have to worry about that. But then again, if you're using that as a way to build a website, you're at a severe disadvantage to start to have a, a good search engine optimization anyway. Um, so I'm going to assume most of you are in WordPress or that we're kind of gotten to that point. And if you have, then you just need to make sure your back end is patched and up to date. So the next thing that I'm going to tell you, and this is probably, this is one of my... This is this is such an irritant to me today. These days, I've got to I've got to say, um, 
we're going to talk about statistics. So I don't know who gets statistics on their websites, but I get them every day. And I'll tell you why I look at statistics from a daily, a weekly, and a monthly, and a yearly basis. Daily, it tells me what wins I have had. And it tells me how I'm doing. All right. So when I when I go and look, and it tells me day to day, it's so granular that it's hard to spot a trend when you look at it that way. Um, but when I look at it that way, if I'm used to having 50 people a day and then I have 10, I go, huh, what's wrong with my website? If I'm used to having 500 people a day and it goes down to 300, I go, huh, what's wrong with my website? So I'm, I'm always gauging that day over day. And I always expect to see forward motion and that that number creeps up slowly over time. Um, I, I'm, a, I'm a big believer that you really probably need to target to try to get to 100 unique people a day for that website to start to be a unique, a good business generator for you. I still say that. Um, that's, again, my opinion. It's anecdotal. It's not, I don't have like a, hard proof source that says if you do this this will happen um on that it's just that every website that i have that once it goes over 100 users a day that business starts to go and get a whole lot more traffic so that's that's why i always try to push everybody to where you know at least you're doing things that kind of get you into a different um realm because the websites that are doing you know 10 20 30 a day you're going to get one customer maybe once every month if you're lucky. All right. If you're doing 100 people a day, you should be getting several a week. So I just depends on what kind of business you have. But I, I, I think there is just like this baseline. And until you get over that, you're at a disadvantage. <clears throat> Sorry, I got a bit of allergies or something. So it's I'm going to it's kind of making me have. Let's see if that clears it. Uh, okay. So with that all said, okay, um, I look at everything from a um, granular, granular circus to make sure that I'm working and doing what I'm supposed to do. The next thing I do is I look at it on a weekly basis and I look at it two ways. I look at it, how did I do that week? And did I meet what I wanted to meet for that week for that period of time? And I also look at the previous year that week. Because looking at it as the previous week doesn't often paint a right picture. Let me, and we're going to have that in February. <laughs> February only has 28 days. So when you take a month with 28 days, and compare it against January that has 31, you intrinsically always look like you will be doing worse. You're always better off to go back to February a year ago, January a year ago, and compare year-over-date improvement or not based on what whether you're looking at a week or a month. Um, a month is always the best delimiter because... And I, and I think you have to make some notes. So last week, week before it leaked, time runs together. We had some freezing weather and people stay home in Houston when it's cold out. But it seems like we had a whole bunch of people that 
those days became work from home days, but they weren't as active uh, across multiple business sectors because of the cold weather. So when I'm faced with that, or we have a freeze and the power's out, or we have a hurricane and the power's out, those things affect the business cycle. So you need to make sure that you know in your head, hey, this happened somewhere. Um, the whole city shut down, so I don't expect something here. Now, if you're national, that, in that insulates you some. And that's, that's a good thing if you're insulated. Um, but if you are a localized, you only work in this area and the lights are out and the half of the city's closed or, you know, we're flooded, we've got ice, whatever the problem may be, that's going to impact our bottom line. So you have to, I guess what I'm trying to say is I always look, I don't ever, because data is only as good as how you evaluate it. If you look at it in a vacuum, it may paint, it might paint one picture. If I look at it, from a broader, it may paint a completely different picture. So how do you evaluate where you are? And I actually always say, short of a natural disaster, I always take February 22 versus February 23. Uh, one other thing we've had to do is tell everybody, your 2019 statistics are extremely valuable. And I'm going somewhere with this. The reason why is because once COVID came, it changed the business cycle. And I don't know that everybody knows where they were in 2019 versus where they are now, how far, how well back they are, have they, and I mean, there's been variables inside of that. But when I look at something, I can't look at 2020 because objectively the whole country was shut down. Um, then I have to say, okay, so 2021, what did that look like? You had people coming out. So you have to kind of put your head about you and how you evaluate this. Now comes the bad news. Um, so Google has decided, and again, there's that word, um, that they are going to change Google Analytics. And as of July the 1st, it's an it's a arbitrary date, but as of July the 1st, basically, old Google Analytics is going away and it's being replaced with Google Analytics Universe. Uh, four. So you'll see it referred to as GA4. The old one was called Google Analytics Universal, which is the one that most of us use. The problem is, is that any of us that have had a long-term website, um, they're taking away that data. So you need to set up your GA4 account sooner rather than later, because if you don't, it's not going to start capturing that data. So what I've done on most of my folks is I've put I've put a two prong approach in place. And I've, you've heard me say this before, but I haven't been as because we're now coming around the six month mile pole. So if you haven't done it, you need to and then just let them both run simultaneously until we get to where we need to go to. If you set up Google Analytics for today then you at least have six months worth of data. If you wait till July, you'll have no months of data. So what we tried to do was set everything up. So we ran everything in parity. We had the we have the, G, the Google Analytics normal, and then we have the GA4 account. When GA when the Google Analytics uh, normal goes away, the GA4 will be the only account. But at least we'll have backwards data looking back. That was my one approach. The other thing that I did is when, once I got wind of this, I had a little stat program that helped me understand 
what the path somebody took through a website a lot easier than setting up all these funnel things and analytics. Um, so I had turned that on and I have, you know, multiple years. So the people that have been here for a while, we have multiple years of data for people that just got here. I have almost no data for. So I'm not super happy with where that is. Um, visitor in the queue. But what I what I want to what I want you make sure everybody walks away with is you definitely need to make sure that um, you're uh, you're addressing you're addressing this because if you don't get that Google Analytics, you're going to be flying blind. At least that's my opinion. Um, hold on a minute. Sorry about that. So, um, so that that I, I it's an easy process. If you're running WordPress, Google has Google Site Kit, and it'll actually set up both properties for you. That's how I've been doing it. So anybody that we've set up, um, we've we've actually go ahead and just put right on in and did it. Uh, Maria, did you have a question? Because you have, your I, do, I do, I do, I do have a question. Um, yeah. My question is, I have a WordPress website and I have Google Analytics. Uh oh. And I also, you know, I have Rank Math. And now I was setting up um, the Sidekick, but it's also Rank Math is asking me to set up Google Console. Are they simultaneously? Do I have to set them up separately? Or how does that work? That's a good question. Okay, so Search Console is different than Analytics. So okay. let's start there. Those are two different functions. Okay. <clears throat> um, Sidekick will set up both. So okay. hold on. Uh, it's this one here. I have to find the right desktop. I have so many freaking windows open all the time. Now, is there a tutorial on Google for that specific thing, or 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 at, or at Rank Math? Yeah, I'm I'm finding other tutorials. If I find some good ones, I'll start collecting them and put them all in one place. Okay. Because I think we're all going to, I think my staff is going to need it just as much as y'all are going to need it. So that's kind of why I'm saying that. So hold on a minute. Okay. Forward slash. So I'm going to log in. All right, so I'm here. And if you go to site kit and you go uh -huh. to dashboard, okay, when you start the setup process, uh -huh. what it does is it does Google Analytics. Okay. And then the next one where it says content, that's actually Google Search Console. So as you walk through this, it hooks it up and you see it's hooked up to my account here. So uh -huh. it'll do all three processes for you. At the okay. same at the same time. Now okay. the problem with rank math is you're gonna have to double dip and come back because okay. you have to hook that in separately. But you uh. have to have the base accounts first. So I've been using SiteKit just to easily set them up. It doesn't require any coding. It literally is log in, set it up. Do you want to do this? The next one says, do you want to search console? You say yes. It does that based off of the Google Analytics account. So everything pretty much is just set up exactly okay. how it needs to be. Um, so I just so, by handling so it that way. 
Okay, so then I would make sure that the Google Sidekick uh, Sidekick was set up because it basically I think it bumped me off. I don't know what I don't know what happened. In any case, um, making sure that's set up and then go then after that then go to Rank Math and set up that the process. Yeah, going so to this. once it's okay. done, then you then you hook the Rank Math into it. Okay. Okay. Now okay. what I will say is they're only um, they're all they're, I think that they haven't completely put forth the rank math google analytics for yet but the and there's some um uh what do you call it uh there's some issues from time to time with it and they do have some health documents on it so but i you know the biggest thing is use site kit to get both of those things hooked up because okay. they, they need to be done and frankly i have everyone that we've set up is done in parity i've got google analytics for and and google analytics universal set up on almost every account that we touch at this point okay. um, can you also, can you also show me where you put that how do i make sure that i have google um ga4 on my side on the website? it asks you on a setup because mine's set up already it, it's oh, okay. not there but it asks you do you want to set up or it says mm -hmm. it, it wants to set it up for you and you need to tell it yes that's the that's okay. the piece that you need to walk away with and tell it yes. Okay. Um, so hold on a minute. Let me come back over here a second. So when you come in, I don't know if this account's logged in. All right, so hold on a minute. So you see, it's got this whole big thing blabbling up here at the top. Uh -huh. And then when I come down here, if I come down inside the website, you'll see I have one that says UA, which is the universal code. And then uh -huh. I have one that says just has an account number. Well, uh -huh. the account number one is the, the Google Analytics one, or uh, the G4 one. G4, okay. Okay. All right. So that's that. And if you notice, the stats on the um, GA4 are more in alignment with Search Console than okay. with than they used to be. They used to not be as compatible, but they are. They're much. I think they're much better these days um, on on stuff. So, uh, but yeah, you'll get them both there, and then eventually, my understanding is that this goes away. Where okay. it says this one and it it goes and if you look here I think it's going to give see it because uh it's down by almost half so okay. it's just a different but you see and I can hit it's I can do a management migration I can dismiss it I've done both so okay. I I am not afraid of them with this because I went in and did it so is there another question somebody said they might have an off topic question I mean I don't know what the what it I mean, I'm happy to answer anything. So if you have a question, let's get it out there and let's ask it and let's get an answer to it. Hi, yes, I had a question. It's I'm just it's not related to Google Analytics that you're talking right now. That's okay. So, What's your question now? Because I, I go very fast and it's like a fire hose. So it's okay, okay. Okay. Um, so my question is about um website like my seo and my website and all of that like hosting um in regards to moving to a different location so i'm a photographer 
um, right. and I'm moving from my location and um, also so my website for until now was entirely about photography so location based right in Houston I am adding a digital service like um, a digital course to my business so okay. my question right now is should I can I still use the same like URL and hosting and everything and just kind of like add my digital I services? I would. Or, yeah, okay. I definitely because, would. I wouldn't, I wouldn't because you're going to end up with a, a mess of trying to split them unless you're going to go in a completely different direction. I'd keep what you have in the equity that you have. Okay. And the fact that I am not going to be in like local to Houston anymore and. Well, correct. Kind of so try I'm to answer that differently okay if your domain is um uh i don't know photographyhouston.com then mm -hmm. you might have a problem but if your yeah, domain no. is uh you it's, know my it's like my last name so okay it's, it's tied it's, to me so it's tied to you with no mention of the city houston in the url no no it's no no mention it. in the url yeah it's just lipapart.com that's my yeah and then but I'm wondering once I want to kind of like start building up my client base for my photography in the new location. Um, yeah, do I because how will Google see it, see this right like people found me ways. before. Okay, so it's two different things you have to do. One is you have to go through and change the wording on the page. And the second thing I would recommend is, and I'm going to say we offer the service, but there's other people out there that do as well. Um, there's a software out there that's called Yext, Y-E-X-T, and anybody with a professional account on it has a, an address suppression service. So what it does is it takes all the information for Houston and would suppress it and allow you to supersede it with wherever you're going. So okay. there, there is a way to fix it because otherwise, so just a little bit of background, okay. Um, Google's still using the Southwestern Bell phone book for some God unknown reason. So when you go and do searches, these data aggregation that uses these old services, the numbers come up and the names and the addresses don't match. So there's a way to stabilize that. Um, and these are the, these are really the only people that I've ever met that can actually suppress the old stuff and get that and then allow you to override it and, and get in and it kind of basically um, negate these old data aggregators. Mm -hmm. So anytime somebody does that, we go ahead and put that service on it. So it, it completely nullifies the old stuff okay. so there's okay. ways to there's ways to handle that as well okay and then like for the digital part of it um would i just kind of like add it to the home page and um yeah, or create like a new service. page for yeah and a secondary service and then a, that goes to another lander page on it so just like we have three services on our website you would do the same you have in-person photography and then you have mm -hmm. i mean heck my own website set up that way hang on a minute because in essence that's what i've got going on here so here let's go back over to the main website so you see, I have the one, two, three, right? So that's the mm -hmm. three things we do. But then look, I've got the whole comp class component living up here at the top. So mm -hmm. the Zoom links are there, live classes, on-demand classes, however you want to participate in them, they're all there. Okay. So um, that's that's how we've that's how we've always that's how we've structured it. And frankly, I will tell you something that that happened that I it was an unintended consequence, but all the better. 
Um, when I took this and I made the live class link and then made the on-demand class link, we're actually getting a whole lot more because I put this on-demand class link up there. Um, before people were having to dig around and nobody was knowing it was there, we're actually getting traffic almost daily now coming through for those on-demand classes. So it depends on what you're doing. I mean, if you're doing something like Udemy or something like that, I mean, then that becomes a, that becomes a different, different thing. But if you're just going to put them on your website, I would make sure that you had a clear path on them so that people mm -hmm. knew how to get to them and what they were. So you send the right signals. I, I only did this for you guys because everybody kept asking, maybe I did it for myself because everybody kept calling me saying, Hey, where's the classes? Where's the classes? Where's the classes? And I was like, so I finally made a link of where the classes were because I was tired of answering where the classes were. But the second I did that, now the proliferation of those have gone on much past those of you that actually know me or know me from other places. So make sure you have your links up there right. But there's no, you can see it, three core competencies plus the education arm is sitting up here. Mm -hmm. So And the, what you said that YAC thing, that, so it changes the word it would change, for example, the word Houston to a different city name. It changes um, your address because you're not going to be on unless you're on Main Street in uh, Peoria and then you were in Main Street in Houston. It doesn't mm -hmm. change your whole address. Okay, but I, I mean, I didn't have a physical location. Like, I don't have a physical location. I'm like, um, I service an area. I don't have a it storefront. All right, let me let me take a look at that. Do me a favor, shoot me an email, Beth at Vertical Web. Let me take a look at that and run it through and see what they actually have for it now, and then I'll be able to because I and I don't I don't know the answer to that without actually looking it up. Okay, so I have to see I have to see what they have first before I can I can go back in and and look at it. So it's Beth B E T H at mm -hmm. verticalweb.com. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'll just send you my email. Yeah, just send me, just send me in my send me, uh, website, the website, and I'll take, I'll, I'll take a look at that because that, and these are all good questions, guys, because if you, if you ever think to do something like I had to think about what I wanted to do when I, re, when I, you know, decided I was going to get rid of SEO 411 and we were going to do this, what were all those steps that I had to step through to do that? And I, and I mean, that's something, you know, people ask me that quite a bit. Um, they want me, I've got one person that wants me to write a document of everything that they have to think of before they do something like this. And I'm like, I don't even know what I would say to that. But I, I guess if I actually could go lock myself in a room, I could write it all because I, I instinctively just do it because it's, it's what I do, you know, but you know, so this is those kind of questions. I think these are great questions. And I, and if you don't get this right, locally or not locally moving or not moving, You've got a problem. I mean, everybody needs to know whether their name and address and phone number match where they're located. Because I think you would be surprised um, when you actually look that up uh, that it doesn't. The longer you're in business or the more you've moved, the more likely it is you have a screw up. So like, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take this, for example, where I am. So what I was fortunate with, with Vertical Web is it had no previous footprint. So when I said, okay, our office, and I put our office location here on the Katy Freeway, when I put that in, there was no previous office location for this. So it is clean and green. When I 
did and looked at my original company, which was ACTWD. It's got, we've got three addresses. We've got multiple phone numbers. We got a whole bunch of stuff going on because we've been in business 25 years. And what started in my living room is now not in my living room anymore. So, you know, everybody has to go back and look. Anytime you've moved, anytime you've made a change, if you changed the phone number, added a phone number, used to use your cell phone and a Google number, and now have a real phone number, anything that changed that, you need to go back and look at that. And I and we do have tools on the website to do that with. Um, but you need to know what, what Google and how those aggregators see your business. If you don't have a listing, you need a listing. If you do have a listing, is the listing right? So, you know, I'm kind of talking about these tips that are going to help you get jump started into 2023, clean it up, because if it's if it's not in a good spot, uh, then it's uh, not going to work right. And let me see something here. I, I have a quick question about in that regard, regarding to that question and regarding to being in local ways, because obviously I, I work from home, but I also do designs um, digitally. Um, and it's not just here in, in, in Texas. Uh, so do other, would I have still go through that same process? Yes, because you always have a local uh, footprint. Okay. There's always a local footprint. I actually need to go put this on, on Vertical Web because I don't actually think I moved it yet. And, I, and I, it's my stupidity for not doing it. It's just one of those things. But here, let me, let me show you um, where you can go and what you can do to do this. So hang on a minute. I got to find the Zoom window. So I'm going to share. I'm going to share my window. So I'm going to put this in the chat so you all have the URL. Okay. Um, but we have, uh, I, I am a Yext partner, so I have the ability to, to do this. And, but if you go to that, that, location right there which is this optimized location.com forward slash partner forward slash actwd uh -huh. it will bring you up this screen and what you'll do is you put your business name in and i'm actually going to do it this way um because of all the problems in different locations that i know this company has and i don't have suppression on this at this point um so five and I got to tell you, I've been on this Kingwood Drive location at this address um, for this company for uh, 18 or 19 years now. And still, I have crap all over the place. So hold on a minute. And then phone number is 281 Okay, so what it's going to do is it's going to go scan it. So, oh, no, wait, I have suppression on this now. So you see, it says I have a power listing on it, view details. So what it is, is it's matching everything to make sure that it matches once it goes through. Everything is going to come up matched because I actually do have a listing on this. I didn't realize that I did. So it goes through every single one of them and says what we have, whether we have you know, you can see I have a listing, but I don't have any reviews on all of these places. <laughs> Some days I probably need to have one, but um, let me see who does it. Maybe let me try this. Let's try it this way because I don't think this one has it. Let's try this. And I know, let's see what this one shows. 
I know I don't have it on SCF 411. You know what it is? I bet you it's looking at the phone number. Yep, that's what it's doing. It's pulling the phone number. So let me do this. Hold on. 713-703-3030. No, it still thinks I have a I have a power listing on it, and I really don't. Why does it think that? Because of the address, I betcha. Huh. All right. Uh, let's see. Hey, Jim, can you hear me? Or Byron, can one of you hear me? Oh, yeah, I can hear you. All right. Give me your address on your on your your one. So, the, yeah. So what is it? X poly, right? XS. XS poly. XF. Sam. Like in Sam. Okay. Sam. Polymers. Okay. Just like that? Yeah. M-E-R-S. Polymers International. All right. LLC. Okay, hold on. All right. Name, uh, street address. 14023. 14023. Good. Memorial Drive. Number 430. I'm not even going to put it in. I don't want it because I want it to mess up. So. 770. Texas seven seven zero seven nine seven nine. Yeah, and then phone 28, number two eight one five five six six four eight one six four eight one. Okay. All right. So say. This is good that we did this this way because it's gonna it's gonna give us some answers. So it actually comes back and it says that 83% of his listings have some kind of an inaccuracy on them, right? So if I look, I've got no reviews on Google. I have no listing on Yahoo because you can't make that listing anymore without this software. Bing is right. You have a funky name on your Facebook page. You have no listing at Yelp. You have no listing at MapQuest. Yeah, no listing at local. So all these places, and then see, here's this one. Is this you? Was this uh, you? No, I don't know why they do that. No, that never was me. I don't know why they do that. I know, I know somebody that has that company name, but I have Because that idea. phone number was tied to that business at some point. Hmm, interesting. I think it's going off the phone number is what I think it's going off of. So somehow it's now, so I've got it in a couple places that I have this, XF resins tied to you at that phone number. And it's actually doing it in multiple places because you see it here, it's coming all. So what that does is now that impacts you. So you need to make sure that that's all fixed, right? So if you want search traffic, which I, I know you have a unique situation there. So, but I mean, if you wanted actual search traffic coming through all the time, and you didn't weren't one of only 10 people in the whole world, um, you would need to get this fixed. So everybody needs to go take a look at this thing and go see where you are and what you are and how far off you are. Because this one's pretty far off on inaccuracies. All right. And if and if you look, it's some of them are business name and some of them are the phone number. And then of course you're missing reviews everywhere. So, you know, that's a that's a 
that's a problem that you would have to solve if you wanted to solve it. I don't know. I understand. So, I'm actually going to probably come to you because my address is about to change. So I'll probably right. come to you and get your girls to make the changes on my webpage for me. Yeah, and you then, got it. That's um, no problem. You know that. Well, and I was going to say, and then I'll get you to do this uh, suppression for me. But I'll talk right. to you about another, that another time. <laughs> All right. Just let me know when you're coming. You drop by. You know where to find yep. me. But so I, I think what I'm trying to say is that as she's asking these questions, this all doubles back also into Google My Business. You need to know what, where Google thinks you are and what you're doing and what your address is and what the address of your business is, because this has to match across the Internet. Now, I mean, I, I don't want to, That's a Google local problem. OK, but it, 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 it's something that you need to now would be the time to go and make sure all your stuff is up to date, because if it's not, you can't go forward. Um, so back to stats for a minute. I just want to make sure everybody knows how to, if you have WordPress, it's really easy. Site kit. If it's not set up, it'll set it up. If it finds you, it'll do one of the other. I mean, it should just take care of all of it, start to finish for you. Um, and if it doesn't, then that's a whole different set of discussion, but it sh but it should. Okay, so um, I'm gonna I'm gonna that's I'm gonna say that. So um, the other reason I'm bringing this all up is because I really do think you have to look at your statistics daily to really have an understanding um, of what's going on. Um, and, and what do you hope to achieve? And what problems are you seeing? And how are you tackling those problems? I mean. You know, everybody's, you know, I have so many different people that come to me with so many different scenarios. And and the, the thing is, is that without knowledge is power. And the only way you can solve those problems is actually know what's going on. Um, what I will say is that, and I've been kind of recommending this out to everybody. I'll put this back up and let me use vertical webs for a minute here. Oh, da, 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 da. Hang on, it's logging itself in here. Hang on a minute. So I this is a WordPress plugin that I have, and I have it on every, and it's not been invasive uh, for speed. So I, I, I had to be cognizant so it doesn't break speed, okay? So this little Duma Flatchy here, it... it you know, it does a daily count for me. It gives me, it sends me a report every day. How many people do I get? So on and so forth. But what I think is the biggest tell on this thing and that helps me think through things is this right here. And Google Analytics does it, but it doesn't do it as cleanly as this one does. And I think everybody should know what this is doing and why, because there, it's a psychology exercise. Okay, so a couple things. One is this this here. I can show now. This is me. I have myself labeled. I came in homepage. I went to the marketing clinic. Somebody else and Katie came to the page. They grabbed the February twenty third page. They went 
got the link to come to the class. So somebody in Katie is here because they went and got the link. All right, I got somebody came through from spring, got the link, came to the class. Got another one that way. This one is behind a wall from um, um, an Apple iPhone. So Apple has been obscuring where people are from. So we have that, okay? Um, but I can go down each and every one of these and start seeing where somebody is, what they're looking for, how they got here, and what page I need to improve. So let's talk about what page I need to improve. This page here that talks about how to point your Squarespace domain to another page, the reason I have it is because we, we have a lot of domains that came from Squarespace that were not paid properly and they get, were given to us um, to get resolved. So I have all these people and they kept calling and saying, how do I do this? So I finally went and put a page up. Now I have half the world coming and using that instruction sheet. What I need to do is I need to put a page up that's on a sidebar with an article that says why you don't want to use Squarespace if you're serious about internet marketing. And I need to add that to that page so that people may stop and go, wait up a minute, do I really want to do this and call me? I need to better monetize this page because this page gets 30, 40, 50 people a day to that one page. Okay, so and they all come in the same thing, come off Google, they look at the page, they stay on one page, back to back to the world they go. But the fact that I know that through this is becomes a, um, what do I want to say, an experience that I should need to know so that I can go and make an improvement on something. But you see, so today's, most of today's traffic has been people coming and checking out the, getting the schedule to the class and seeing if they wanted to come based on topic today. That's what I see a lot of here. What I'm going to tell you is I'll probably end up with 30 or 40 replays by the time the dust settles. So all these people that came and looked, they'll be back with that information. Um, this one here, somebody from Albania of all places, you can see this is a tech support problem. They came through, they needed help on how to use RoundCube and Horde on the back end of their control panel. So they have a whole pile of stuff that they went through to go teach themselves on what they needed to do. To So that's a tech support situation. Um, probably not my customer, because I don't think I have anybody in Albania. But the reality is I have an entire path of what somebody did from the minute they hit my front door to the minute they walked out our door. And I think that that is something that we always need to know. All right. That's something that we always need to have a uh, feeling for or why are we doing you know something so we understand how somebody got to us, what they were looking for, and how are we meeting those needs. So if I come all the way back to the beginning you know, in this AI world that we're going to start to go in, I need to understand how the people are using this website and how that, how that's going to, how that's going to affect us. What I will say is a lot of our pages um, have videos embedded into them for them to go and watch a video on how to do that. At least on the self-help side of the pages, um, we've always put videos and video attachments of how do you do stuff to it. So I've got a lot of support events going on because we've done a reasonably well job of putting good, solid tech support help up for even if it's somebody else's web hosting company. But I literally go through this every single day 
to go see how are people using things? What are they doing? How are they getting there? And are they meeting and doing what I want them to do? Okay. Um, and we need to know that. I think that we absolutely 100% need to do that. Okay. Uh, and if you don't know how your users are using your website, I think you have a, I think you have a problem. So Jim said, is SiteKit a WP plugin? Absolutely. That is exactly what it is. And that's where that comes from. Okay. So yeah, just go to plugins, type SiteKit. And it'll, I think it's like the first one that comes up and it's got the little colorful G for Google there and off it go, off you go on that. So, all right. So I, I know I'm, 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 I'm trying to give you strategies on how to kind of bolster up what you have, because we're, we really are going to have a whole lot of changes here. So I, I want to make sure everybody's kind of in a path to understand what's going on, because if you don't understand what's going on, how are you going to figure out how you're going to get to the next spot in the world? So that's, at least that's my opinion of it all. So, um, but with all of that said, so that's that story. And then what I, what I will say is, and um, I'm going to talk about this too, because I think this is a big deal and I don't, I think it's an overlooked deal. Um, if I asked you who your competitors are, do you know the answer? And is your competitors a realistic competitor or just who you think it is? And what I mean when I say that, I ask customers this and they give me people and the people that they give me are like some of the smallest un, un I don't know, what do I want to say? They're not really good co comparisons. There's somebody that, look, these are my competitor and they have like three people a month come to their website. No, they're not really competing with you. They have no digital footprint, okay? Every once in a while, I get the opposite side of that is I get somebody massive, um, you know, and, and, and I like to find the massive people. So here's what I'm going to show you. <laughs> make pull this back up and again i'm sorry for coughing i just there's just nothing i can do about it at this point in my life it's been a i don't know if it's the weather changing or it's just severe allergies but i just it's been crazy all right so let me go here and let me turn my screen share on again trying to get this all loaded okay so there you go pull this up here so for nope still not giving me the right Yeah, thank you. Okay, so here, let me put this on the screen so you all can see what I'm looking at. So I have a plastics company that I've been, we've worked with for a long time. And I always ask them the question of who's their competitors and how, how they, what do they think? 
and they give me some really big ones. And the big ones have always helped me be able to look at things to see where we needed to go. But they showed up with this one not too long ago. And when I started to look down it, it gives me a list of all their keywords that this company has a ranking on. So what I was able to, what I'm able to do then is I can flip this around and I'm going to flip it by volume because I want to know who, what's their most one, not necessarily that they get the most, they get the most amount of traffic on, but rather what, where they're, where they are. And I've got, so I've got this peak word as their number one word. And then I can go over here and see what kind of page I have that ranks on that. And I can understand what kind of page that I need to assemble that can do this topic better than they did. And now it puts me in a place where I can utilize them to, to understand how to better make and build my own website. So if you pick a small person, that's not going to help too much, which is why I keep saying, I, I always have to, I always kind of have like almost like a comical thing because sometimes people get, I, I went out to this guy, they're, they're huge um, truck retrofitting company. They, they do like conversion vans, but for commercial. Um, so they make ambulances uh, and that kind of stuff. And they gave me what they thought their were competitors were. And they were like people that were a fraction of who they were. And then I, it took me probably a good 30 minutes before I actually found out who the bigger guy was above them. So I, that's what I think we all need to understand is who we are and, and what, we're, what we're looking at here on things. Um, so, um, Sarah, you said um, you said that you knew who your um, – who your um, – what am I trying to say? Your competitors are. Can you you want to give me a name of one of these people? Yeah, it should be um, uh, GTXAV for GTX Audiovisual. GTXAudiovisual.com? Yeah. Nope. So now what I need to do is GTX audio visual. These people? Yeah. Productions, okay. That's what it says, but it's not really my... It's not really my competition. Okay, so I'm, as I'm saying, who is your competition? So then uh, it would be either like staging solutions or ita.com. All right, so. These people? Yeah. All right, let's see what they look like.
right. So I now have a list of 546 words that I can go look at and see if they help us. So obviously ranking on the George R. Brown Convention Center is not helpful. Mm -hmm. So let's see what we've got here. I'm, gonna, I'm actually going to turn it into one through 10 instead of traffic on this guy because these guys are small enough that I need to know that. So hold on. Let me turn it in the other direction here. So what I can go and I can look at, I can see now these are branded, uh, but this is, I don't know why this is here, but is that something that we should look at and consider virtual stage solutions? You do virtual? No. Okay. Virtual reality booths? No. Okay. So I would come down this whole list. I guess you do staging. So that would be one. Mm -hmm. um, they're actually listing events, but I'd come all the way down this list here and see, see you have event staging. And by the way, that is what I put in for you and couldn't find you. Oh, that's why. <laughs> well, but I, I mean, I did everything from planning to just trying to come up event promotion, just anything I could think of to try to get to you. For you to, because what they needed was somebody to do the AV for a big event. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I tried to hit this every which way. I did find that GTX audio people, though. That one I did find yeah. multiple, multiple times. So I would go down this entire list and see what they have that may help us be able to, you know, so here's one of it staging near me. Um, that would tell me that's something that I probably need to look at area. You know, some of this, no, but some of this is a definite yes. But if you look, everything's very heavy on event staging. Yeah. That's interesting because that, that was an accident when they, when they set up the name of the company, the, the name of the, the, the company name doesn't really reflect what they do. They will create uh they create events um and dabble in a little bit of marketing but it's it's mostly creative uh design and then they'll hire out the av company so here's the thing interesting fact then they don't have their website done right because they're they're not showing up on anything you just said uh-huh Okay, so that's a case of i can't really glean something off of this because sure. i don't have a a way to even gauge that so what's the best way to look for a good competitor so what i would do sometimes is i'll go put my own let me put vertical web in here for a second i'll put my own in and if you look in this nice little piece of software here it actually let me come back over to the overview page for a second Okay, if I come down here, it will give me who it says are my um, people that I compete with. What I find is interesting is 
they've listed us more towards the um, web design area than they did the SEO area. And I was just telling my business partner the other day that I have to circle back at this and we need to go in and reinforce the SEO parts of that website um, because Google is putting us more towards um, web design, which is okay. Um, but ideally, I would rather come for the SEO first than the web design first. So because that's the, ca the case, I need to now go back and I need to look at this because if th this the way this is assessing competitors, the competitors it's picking for me are more web design competitors. And I can uh -huh. see that looking down the list that I don't, this is the first SEO company I hit. So I, I like the fact that I can put something in here and be able to put something up on the, on the website and do it this way. Mm -hmm. But that's where, that's why, that's the way this is. So I, I, I think each and every one of you like, and you know, run this through, that's a good way to do it. Another way to do it is just simply this. This is my competitors. There's a nice little list on Google that tells me exactly who I need to go look at. All right, so I'm sitting number two, which is nice, but I'm in the building. All right, but I'm gonna go look down these and this is the people that I need to go look at. And if, if from an SEO end, these are the ones that we need that we compete with. And I need to go tip the website back towards SEO a little bit more and away from web design. Because right now we're too heavy on the web design side. And I think we're on the second page for SEO. I think we may even be on the third page for it because of how I have this, how I have the design stuff. So this is where this, here I am here, see? And it says local SEO and that's, a, they, they went to the local SEO page, which is a sub page of, see, it's this page here that they picked. They didn't pick this page here. So I'm actually going to have to break something that I didn't want to do from a brand standpoint. And again, this is all that stuff, you know, from looking at it, right? So I thought, which... I think this is just me being a little bit too creative, okay? So when we did this, we came up with this, the concepts of this. We said web design, web hosting, and web marketing. So it was www, okay? The thing is, this tab needs to be set and see needs to say SEO, SEO and digital marketing is what that needs to say. So that in this top bar, everything is has the SEO because what they did is they jumped down to local SEO because they didn't know what to do with me. So they don't have a clear path off this page of what we do. And it, there's a mismatch. So I need to go now that I know that they don't understand it. I need to go here and make them understand it. Okay. So that's a good example of know what your competitors are, know where you you have to rank up against those competitors. And then what do I have to do to fix it? Or why am I deficient? This has been a failed experience, ex, ex, uh, experiment using web marketing because Google didn't associate it right. So not to say that I'm unhappy about it and not to say that my marketing material out and the rest, of, I think if you can see it on the back of this sign here, well, no, it says marketing, hosting, and design. So I don't have, so 
I don't have a problem as much as I thought I did. But the moral of the story is the website's going to have to be changed. And although I liked the www and I thought that was a that was kind of clever on our part, um, I, I can be clever all I want if people don't understand or Google doesn't understand what I do. But the only way I would have ferreted that out was to go back and say, I want to rank on Houston SEO, SEO Houston. And we did under SEO 411. Why am I not over here? And okay, now I understand why, because I don't have the right vernacular sitting in that page. So this is why I say, know who your competitors are, emulate them when you need to. But if you don't need to emulate them, um, you know, you can also use it to troubleshoot. So that's why I'm encouraging you to make a list of your competitors, to find out who are real competitors and really who's doing it better than you. All right. Because I think that's important. And I mean, I don't I don't care if the person doing it better than you is uh, General Electric or if you're a petroleum refiner, Exxon. I, I don't care if they're the bigger people, but that's who you want to be. So and that's the direction you want to go. So take the take the data that you have and then move forward from that and see where you want to go with that. So that that's why I, that's why I'm saying this because you have to understand what needs to be done to be able to get where you want to go. And I I think that's the that's the key in all of this and that's kind of, you know, that if I had to say what's the one marketing tip is know where you want to go. Because until you really define that, you're going to have a really big problem trying to figure out how to get there. Um so I'm going to open the floor for questions. And other than that, otherwise I'm, I'm done for today's event. Um, I'll, I'll let, if you guys got questions, go ahead and shoot. Um, and then we can kind of go from there. Let me stop screen sharing so I can see all. All right. What's this, so you said, what's the best way to look for a competitor? I mean, I use SEM rush and I use Google. So that would be how I would say is the best way to find that. So does anybody else have any questions? before I scoot out of here for today. Okay, you're all silent. I have a question. This is totally off spot. Well, it's, it's part of Google. I have a question in regards to, um, you know, when you sign up for your business, your Google business, you, you go through, you, through your personal account. And how did you get, I mean, this may be silly, but how did you get your, your company name versus, a G, versus having a Gmail? for your Google profile, just, or does it have to be a Google profile? Uh, oh, you know what? I This is one of those really, no, it doesn't have to be at all. In fact, I don't use it for it. But here, if you go to google.com. I was just saying, yeah. I was saying as far as security-wise. No, this, wise, did, like no, this yeah. is so, it's so stupid easy, but nobody thinks, I had somebody just say this to me the other day and I'm like, okay, yeah, hold on a minute. So here, let me, let me show you. So if I it's not, it's not, it's not in conjunction with Google Workspace. That's a totally separate thing, correct? Yeah, it's not in conjunction yeah, with that. But yeah, here, yeah, yeah. here, hold on. So when you go here and you say, I'm going to just do this as add another account. See this button here that says create one? Uh -huh. And if I want to say, let's say worker business. And then you see it tries to assign me a Gmail account. There's uh -huh. a button that says use my current email instead. And then when is you do that, you just put, just put it in there. No, I mean, since I've already created, created my Google page, uh, a profile, can I change that or no? Um, 
Yeah. You don't need to. Because will it be in conjunction? I guess my question is, so when the Google Analytics and all that stuff, are they going to know that they're one and the same? That, I, I, I may all be right. really off. No, 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 no. Okay, so um, I have so many freaking Google accounts and so many accounts all over the place. But what I, what I have done uh -huh. is I've left the original account in place and added the new account as an admin. So okay. you can tie them together that way. So if you okay. go into each of those things, it has an admin function that you can add a user. Okay. I added, so like we had everything under the SEO 411 account. Uh -huh. well, I'm, I'm really trying to shut everything down on that from mm -hmm. a customer standpoint. I don't want them to even see that anymore. So what I've done is I've gone in and added the vertical web to everybody's account so that I can then go click off the SEO 411 ones. Okay. So there's, there's, a, there's a way around it. I just want There's to a way around it. Absolutely. Yeah. There's a way around it. Okay. Okay. All right. That's what, it, uh, yeah. Cause I wanted to make sure when they, when they track my website to my Google page, they're going to be able to talk to each other. Right. Yeah. Perfect. Thank you. So So that's my that's my story on this. Yeah. And has anybody have um, does anybody have any other questions before I call it a day? All right, it's good seeing everybody. Don't be strangers. I'm gonna do a better job of getting emails out to everybody uh, so that everybody knows what I'm doing because we've got lots of stuff to cover this year. I think this is gonna be a pretty tumultuous and pivotal year um, for how websites go forward, especially with all this AI stuff. So stay tuned and buckle up because it's gonna be a rough one. So talk to y'all soon. That's a wrap for this week's Internet Marketing Clinic. We'll see you next week. Thank you.